want to start this show off by saying rest in peace to DMX. We talked about him last week on the show, so we don't want to really get too far in depth about that. But um, the beautiful thing is, is that a lot of people have been sharing these weird stories about like random encounters with him. And they're all great. Every one of them. I haven't heard. I haven't seen a bad one yet. Uh, I've seen one where there was a promoter down in New Orleans and DMX was supposed to do like a show there. And so, you know, normally they would go pick them up from the airport and stuff and get them settled in before the show and things. Well, this promoter sort of wasn't one of the big guys in New Orleans. He was sort of up and coming. Mm -hmm. So, but he had like a nice car or whatever. So X said, I'm driving that car. Where were we going? I'm driving the car. I need, I need to drive that. So he's driving the car, and the promoter gets a call. Hey, you need to pick your son up from school. Something happened. So X drives them to the school, and he goes, stay in the car. I'm going to get your son. What's his name? Oh, my God. <laughs> and so he goes into the school and actually gets the kid out of school. And uh, the guy took a picture, or he put up some pictures of him as a little kid, and DMX is, like, with him with the, at the school. And he picked him up, and, like, he drove the rest of the day. Like, X went and got, like, dinner and shit with them. Yeah. And then went to the show, and the kid was there with them backstage. Um, I, I, I think my favorite is the Waffle House story. Oh, man. For anybody who hasn't heard this particular DMX story, DMX was in with the crew late at the Waffle House, you know. That's something that niggas do. It was like 4 a.m. And the waiter or waitress, I can't remember which one it is, I guess told their story to DMX. And he was so moved by it that he got up and took the mop that she was using or he, he or she was using to mop the floor and told them to sit down while he mopped for them. Like, I don't think the world really understood how much of a bright light DMX was. And it's, it, it's, it's, a, it's a shame that he couldn't find the peace in life that he brought, oh my God, so many others. Uh, I hope that there's peace in the afterlife for him because he absolutely deserves it. Um, rest in peace, to, to DMX. I can't, I can't, I don't even know if I can say rest in peace. I think I need to say rest in peace, Earl Simmons. Yeah. Because the man, this case, has proved that he was way more than the character that we all saw. He was absolutely um, of, I mean, at the, the least the the lowest term you could say is this, a stand up guy in every every sense of the like word. If you if he never gave no money to charity, it doesn't matter. From his own works, he was a philanthropist because he touched more lives than a lot of a lot of people's dollars do in charity. So, rest in peace to to the dog, Mr. Earl Simmons. Also, on that same day, we lost Prince Philip. Now, I say we, I mean y'all lost Prince Philip. And I, I want to say this now because we did make jokes about him last, a few weeks ago. Uh, I'm not saying I'm sorry. 
I'm coming with more jokes. Yeah, I'm just gonna bring more jokes till the whole royal family is gone. Yeah, fuck them. I don't give a shit about the yeah, royal y'all family. Ki- y'all kiss my ass if you think I'm gonna sit here and about. Oh my god, he actually died. Okay, he been dead. He's, he was 99 years old. What am I supposed to do? Sit here and cry? He ain't do shit for me at all. Suffer, so giving me some LOLs the last couple of weeks. Speaking of LOLs, well, we got to do the story on the other end of this. Let's get this show started, dog. <laughs> I can't fucking wait for this. Holy shit. You never buy your love. No. I'm just wondering if you can't buy me. You need to catch Dog, this. I think Joe Button played this on like IG Live the other day or his one of his stories. And I had to download the whole soundtrack. Oh man, this soundtrack is amazing. And wait, it was a toss up too. It was between this song and another song on the time. I'll guess this song in a second. Nah, I'm not even be the guest. It was between this and the best things in life for free. Woo! You know, this is why I hold New Edition in such high regard. Because I could think of so many memories as a child in the 90s. And their music was a soundtrack too. Harmonies, though. Man. <laughs> I really wish he'd been, bi- been bigger as a solo artist. Because he had all the potential to get pushed to the moon. Well, you know, BBD held that back. I say BBD, but they were still new edition at the time. Welcome to Monopoly Money Can Only Get You But So Far with Spread hey. and Hey, 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 Ursh, baby. Um, right out the gate, this story popped up on my fucking timeline, and I could not wait. And when I sent this story to D, I knew he didn't know what the fuck was going you know, on. You know what the worst part of me having a job is now? You missing out. I miss all the shit that goes on during the day on, on, the, on the internet. I fucking hate it. We need to hit the lottery. Yeah, we got to hit the lottery. But, uh, yeah, my man, Ursher, I didn't even say it right. Ursher, baby. He ain't, he, ain't been giving, <laughs> he ain't been giving people real money. He's been giving people. <laughs> Rich motherfucking giving fake money. He's been giving, uh, like, 
from what I've read, he's been given like the backup dancers and things that he would take on the road with him. And like sometimes he'll go to a strip club and he'll be throwing fake $100 bills with his face on them. Now I'm looking at a fake $100 bill and a, a fake 20. And it's got his side profile with the mean lineup on there. <laughs> it's not I think real. He's throwing Usher bucks. Damn. Apparently he was outed by a stripper. She said, seeing this level of fuckery, exactly why we stay away from celebs most of the time. They suck. Cheap as fuck. So disrespectful. This is foul. Working so hard to get nothing in return. This is a joke. Their job is to entertain. Take your cheap ass back home. And she's got pictures of the money. Damn. My man Usher's down bad. Because now he can afford it. He better be able to afford it. There's also a picture of him standing outside in the desert looking off in the distance. And he's got a clear briefcase. He's got a clear briefcase and the money's inside the clear briefcase and he's standing on it. Oh, man. I got to send this to you. You got to see this. Yeah, I need it. Oh, man. Come on. That is fucking great. You know what? Chris Brown would never. Oh, man. Hold on to me. This nigga ain't been right since his U-chain. Using them Usher Bucks. The money does not have a traded value. Why would it? This is phenomenal. Wait a goddamn second. Hold on one second. Let me zoom in on this picture. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh man. Dog. I'm not even going to mention the shoes he's wearing in the picture. This is a guy fake ones. Oh, I am. I am. That, this is this is a sick business right here. This is. You All know right. what? I found a story from one of his background dancers. How you pay your dancers with that shit too? Like nigga, if you don't give me real money, I'm gonna shoot you. Uh, this guy said back in 2013 he went on the road with Usher to do a string of shows. He was going through some things. And he had talked to some people who knew Usher, and they hooked him up with a job going on a road with Mr. Raymond. Yes. Uh, says here, we always try to negotiate payment. I actually needed the money because I was going to be evicted from my apartment, and I left my baby mother and my two children back at the apartment so that they can get things straightened out. They ended up moving in with my mother during that time. But I promised them when this two-month tour would end, I guess it was just like a little... Yeah, like a couple, couple days. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, we would have plenty enough money to where we could actually get a house. I was promised at least 50 k for this two-month tour, mm. which, I mean, it's Usher, so that's probably like 
<laughs> now, now that means a lot more. But back then, oh it probably God. was like you know, damn, fifty k. That's well, fifty k, fifty k. That's a yeah. salary in, a, in in two months. And I was promised that I would be getting the money at the end of the tour, not at the end of each date. See, that's where you fucked up. At the end of the show, or at the end of the last show, when I asked about payment, I was given a case full of money, a case full of cash. Did not look at the cash at all. Went back home, celebrated with my family, only for my mother to pick up one of the dollar bills and went, why is Usher on the money? (laughs) Oh, I can't laugh at the pain. I'm sorry, but that's just funny. When I finally got a hold of somebody from Usher's camp, they told me that I would be receiving an actual check, and this was just to basically have as memento. I waited for four extra months before I actually got 10K and had to wait another six for the other 40. Damn. He does not say what he does with the money at all. I mean, he got the money, so... Um, yeah, I mean, he actually got paid. I mean, it took him a while longer to get it. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Man, that's got to suck. You come home to your family, you thinking, oh, man, we made it. Nigga, we made it. Throwing money in the air, and your mom goes, this ain't real. Usher's not on any money. And he's definitely not on all the money. This nigga put his face on all the money. That is nuts. Man, y'all Atlanta dudes are. Y'all are a different breed, boy. Y'all are the land of finessing. <laughs> y'all are a different, different fucking breed. And I bet you, I bet you, he's not the only one that has this. But it's shocking because it's Usher. Like, no, it ain't. No, it ain't. Remember, for a couple me, years, remember a couple years ago they said a nigga was going around spreading herpes, people? Well, that was made up. That was made up by, and, and when they showed the people who was like making these claims, I noticed that it was for money. Now, I don't know if they were going to get these Usher bucks. Or if they were going to get real money. Yo, those niggas would have definitely got Usher bucks. But, yeah, when I saw that, I I didn't want to say it was a scheme. Because this was around the time when, you know, a lot of shit was coming out about a lot of male entertainers. Yeah. So, it was like, ooh. Hey, man, him and R. Kelly was fighting over the same girl. They never said how old the girl was. At least R. Kelly would have gave her some real money. Nigga, R. Kelly would have never. R. Kelly, R. Kelly would have never let her go. He would have had her <laughs> locked up in Atlanta in the Hit Factory. Mm. Dog, these niggas are nasty. Like, why can't y'all just be normal, or at least stop getting caught being weird? Like, why can't I listen to shit anymore? Because y'all are weirdos. But I don't. I mean, I might laugh every time I hear Usher song now. Oh, I'm, I'm definitely going to I've been laughing at Usher. <coughs> I've been laughing at Usher for a long time. He's, he's, he's been a weirdo, but he seems to duck and dodge the, weird, the weirdo-ness. Actually, he needs to give his, some advice to some of his fellow Atlanteans. Cause yeah, because his weird is like kind of we can laugh at it. T.I. Like, and Tiny was down there being weird, and yeah, T.I. was talking about his child's vagina. So Yeah, that's, that's a whole different type of... It's like definite. There's definite levels to the weirdness. I, I I've noticed that his ass ain't ain't been talking lately. Who Ti? Yes. Well, you know, once you lose that that Marvel bag, you. T 
Damn, I forgot he was in. Uh, he was in Ant Man. He was in both of them. Yeah, that's a nice little check. Oh man, you never want to lose a Marvel bag. Never want to lose the Marvel bag, cause you're so replaceable. You'll at least get a good, sizable amount of money for one appearance. Imagine two. Imagine what the merch is looking like. The merch checks, the toy checks. Which I mean, his character probably don't have no toys, but. And they were talking about doing a spinoff with like that little crew from Ant Man and doing like a little something something. I would have watched that. Not yet. I can't be a part of that. It's because you want to be a weirdo. You and your wife. Crater face. Hatchet face. That's what her name is. Hatchet face. You know who Hatchet face is, right? They're going to fuck around and replace him with Lil Flip. The pettiness. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Nigga. Flip, what you doing, man? But you know what? I ain't doing that. Listen. Come on to Pinewood. And you, you said a little flip because, you know, they same complexion oh, yes. and they were beefing. It don't even got to be that. That nigga can get replaced by Killer Mike. <laughs> Imagine Killer Mike and Ant-Man. They would absolutely. Oh. Yo, Marvel does not give a damn. Y'all better, y'all better go talk to Terrence Howard. Marvel does not give a damn. They will get you out the paint expeditiously, T.I. Expeditiously. They're going to fuck around and put Jay-Z in there. Yo, Scott, we need you. <laughs> See young. No. <laughs> he's shrinking, son. That's crazy. Yo, he's so big, son. <laughs> Yo, B, come look at this. This is the worst Jay-Z impression <laughs> ever. Yo, Blue Ivy, look at the pants. First of all, I never heard you do an actual impression before. It's so horrible. I'm actually, it's I'm actually glad that you did it on the show. Yo, Scott, throw up the rock. <laughs> He gonna have him on a Yankee fitted, and he's Beats. supposed to be in San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be, it's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be Dave Dash and Biggs instead of the, <laughs> the other dudes. <laughs> oh my God! Whoo! Uh, speaking of Marvel, we can go right into uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Then, all right, um, you're gonna be mad at me. You didn't watch it. This loyalty thing is, ain't shit, boy. I mean, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna watch that without her. She watched it without you? No, she hasn't. Wa- she hasn't oh. watched it. Oh, yeah. No, you need to go ahead and do your own thing, man. I need to just set a precedent. Because once I just do it, I don't have to deal with it no more. Look, I told Boojane that because she she's the type she wants to wait till like June, July to watch all the shit that was popping. Like she was gonna wait till later to watch Wandavision and shit. I ain't got later time for when. That. Ain't no later. Ain't no later. I'm not about to sit here and, and look at all the excitement on everybody else and all these social media platforms, and I got to sit I, here. Now I got to scroll past tweets that are funny because yeah. I can't. But go ahead because I've seen, I seen the tweets anyway. Hey, man. I don't want to say their name wrong because these queens showed out. The Dora uh, Milaje? Yeah. Bruh, look, all the rest of this stuff in the beginning was mostly talking, right? Falcon and them went to go talk to the redhead chick that was blowing shit up. They still, they still trying to form plans. Yeah. I was like, all right, that's cool. Y'all just doing a lot of talking. I need to see some shit blow up again. 
which it's <coughs> it's like a spy thriller. So if you ever watch any like Bourne movies, any of those spy thrillers, yeah, that's exactly how it is. So at the very beginning, of course, you know you they they start up with that scene with with Bucky with old girl, and she goes, "Look, do whatever you need to do. You got eight hours." And he Bucky was, was like, with who? The therapist? No, the uh, I guess she was like the chief Dora chick. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. That he that he walked yeah. into in the street. Yeah, gotcha. She goes, "Do whatever you need to do, but you got eight hours before we get Baron Zemo." And he was like, "We can't get more. You got eight hours." And then she just disappeared in the mist. I was like, "Oh fuck! Oh fuck!" What kind of tech is getting better? So they do the whole talking thing, like I said earlier. They come back, and I guess the eight hours was up because they bust up in that shit. <laughs> well, first, the new Captain America and his boy showed up, and they were trying to get Baron Zemo and and all this stuff, and and so they started fighting, and then the the Dora chick came in, and she came in with a crew. It was like her and two other ones, and she threw a spear, and it just landed on like this pillar thingy, right? And I'm like, what the fuck is that going to do? Like that didn't really, that wasn't going to shock me. So the new cap was like, oh, man, I can handle them. Mm. And, and Falcon was like, dog, you have a better chance of fighting Bucky before you take out one of them. <laughs> <laughs> there is three. And he's, he, uh, he's definitely right about that. They went, when I tell you, them three women cleared the fucking room. It was Falcon, Bucky, Born, Baron Zemo, uh, what's the, black, the other black guy's name? Battlestar and fucking the new Captain America. Them motherfuckers was getting mollywopped. <laughs> so remember the spear I told oh, you about? Shit. Yeah. At one point, the new cat was trying to fight one of them, and she took her spear and started like taking out his knees and shit, and used the other spear while it was still in the pir- pillar to like take him out, like up top. Oh damn! So she had trapped him up there, and she was using that one to like assist in the ass whooping. They went See, in. People don't realize they are assigned to protect T'Challa. Like those are his bodyguards. Like they got to be thorough to protect Black Panther. <coughs> but like imagine, imagine if, if Iron Man had a had a bodyguard that was protecting him, not not Happy, because <laughs> you know Happy won't shit. Wasn't he an agent of Shield anyways? Happy no. Oh, I thought he was always like. I think he was his driver. Oh. Huh. I don't know why I thought he was a shield agent. No, Happy was uh, Frank Lucas. To uh, to his <laughs> to his uh, what's the, what's Bobby Johnson. Yeah, he was his driver. But then through friendship and love, he he got put on. It's like Pepper. You know, Pepper was the assistant at first. Yeah. And she slept her way to the top. <laughs> Rest in peace to Tony Stark. I'm totally kidding, guys. Please don't harass me because I said Pepper Pepper separated the time. Oh, now she out here making but she candles. Kinda <laughs> she kind of did. In the, if you really think about it, she did slip her way to the top. And uh, the ending. Because they met up, I guess, with the other people in the Flag Smashers. Uh-huh. And there was a whole nother fight. Because I'm, I'm trying not to give a lot away for you. That way you can actually watch it and actually enjoy it. 
And at the end, the new Captain America did something that the other Captain America didn't do. He cussed. No. He killed somebody. Yeah. With the shield. And people were taking pictures and photos and things. Ooh, yeah. yeah Can't wait till the, those hit the interwebs. That's that's the way the episode ended. Oh, man. So now, you know. is, this, is the next episode the finale? I think so. All right, so I'll be. I'll make sure I watch the finale before we record next week. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty <coughs> sure. I'll be caught up by the time we talk about this again. But yeah, it was. It was actually the ending. Like the last thirty minutes or so were actually really good. Um, I'm pretty sure I missed some stuff in that only because I I saw it like it's at hard, three o'clock it's hard, in the morning and it's hard to talk about it without giving away everything. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, um, at least watch Snowfall this week. God damn Snowfall. God damn it. And that shit better go off too. These motherfuckers. Louie got got. Man, when I tell you I was in bed and I was like I was fighting the air when she got shot. I'm like, Louie, no. Like I saw the scene and I was like, I know that nigga hit somebody important. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, yep, there you go. Her Jerome crying, that shit, man. Because even though they were going through their shit, I knew he was going to be like, I knew they were going to make up. Because that was a turning point right there that she showed up to the funeral for him. Yeah, you saw how happy he was? No, man, they did him wrong, man. Jerome was happy to see his baby, like his wife showed up to the funeral when she, I remember the conversation. She was like, I don't think we should be doing that because they trying to get us. He was like, no, we got to hold it down. Fat back, you know. He was a real one, and he he went out like a G. We got to show up, and then the funeral. She shows up. She looking all pretty and shit. I mean, in in eighties fashion, of course. And he's like, "Oh, my baby showed up. She holding me down." And then, let that hurt go. Nah, man. She ain't deserve that bullet. Not that one. Jerome. No, nah, she didn't she didn't deserve that one. <laughs> Jerome Finna set everything ablaze. And a double breasted pinstripe suit. He was about to go to that barbershop. Hey, he hey, was ready. Y- your man Saint was out here fucking with a snake. Getting massages and shit. Spilling, he cried in her spilling lap. All, spilling all his innermost secrets. That nigga cried in her lap after he went through the shit with his pops. They having sex at the bar and shit. And she over here double crossing niggas. She over here giving information and stuff to Oh man. man, I know we're talking about Snowfall, but Chet Hayton has a rap song out about White Boy Summer now. Would you like for me to play you a snippet? Uh, yeah, go, 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 go ahead. All right, hold on one second. You can stop it now. You can stop it now. Hmm. <laughs> oh boy, he you is. You think Logan get- Paul is gonna come out to that in his next boxing match? He is not getting no money from Tom when Tom dies. That nigga might as well go ahead and write himself out because it ain't happening. Somebody gonna slip up and ask Tom about Chad, and he's gonna be like, "Who? The fuck is Chad? Which, which one Rita gonna be like, you know, the other one. 
Right. Oh, that little nigga. I can't oh my stand god, he's him. still alive. I can't stand that little bastard. <laughs> I told you to abort him, Rita. <laughs> and we gonna see Tom Hanks in a totally different way. You're like, damn, Woody, I didn't know you gave it up like that. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he was so lovable. Poor, you supposed to be like that. Is he? Is he like me? <laughs> Dog. Can I can I tell you just how much I fucking hate Jenny for Forrest Gump? That dirty bitch had the nerve to hit that nigga up, telling her to come, come, come see her ass. After she done left him fifty eleven times, just to be like, oh man, here's your son. He sees dead people, and then die. Like how how fucked up you got to be? Like oh here, this is this your son. Y'all can chill for a couple weeks, but I'm gonna go ahead and I'm I'm gonna go to the crossroads. I'll see you there. From did she have AIDS or did she have cancer? I haven't seen this, the movie in so long. I can't remember. I feel like his mom had cancer, but she had AIDS. Yeah. Because his mom was the... Wow, that, that's got to suck to be bookended like that. Where your mom was like... I, to say it, I mean, she was a hoe. She was the two, a hoe. The two most important women in your life. Was out here slinging the box. Well, one of them was slinging it for your betterment, somewhat. Yeah, because she fucked Elvis at one point. Like, she was giving it to, like, legendary she motherfuckers. She didn't fuck Elvis. Yeah, she did. No, she Elvis did. was in the thing. That nigga, she had a, a fucking, <laughs> she had a better breakfast. She fucked Elvis, dog. She didn't fuck Elvis. <laughs> no, so you, you trying to keep. What movie were you watching? She fucked Elvis. They didn't say she fucked Elvis. She fucked Elvis. They didn't even imply that she fucked Elvis. Nigga, she fucked Elvis. They didn't even infer that she fucked Elvis. You think she gonna give it up? She gonna give it up to half the time, but she gonna give it up to Elvis? He wasn't Elvis when he was there. All right. So your mom is a town slut. Oh, my God. Well, not slut. (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Relax, dog. Because sluts don't (laughs) get paid. She was the hussy. She ain't get paid either. She got got her son of education, though. You know, it ain't help. Uh, <laughs> and then the woman that you've been wanting since. Yo, the only woman you've had eyes for your entire life. Was out here getting passed around by what? Hippies? The Black Panthers? Black, oh, my God. I know they. You know what? <laughs> Boy, those niggas ran the Amtrak on that oh, ass. Oh, let freedom ring. Damn, she probably let. She probably let. Oh, boy, hit. What's his name? Um, from the Black Panthers. Fred know. Hampton. She probably let yeah. Fred Hampton hit. Damn, you think she might have been one of the ones that set him up too? That would make sense. Damn. And then it just really fucked with her. That's why she really started hitting the drugs really, really hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. And then, of course, the abuse of the father and then the, the, the forest and then all the world and all this stuff. Hey man, if you got a shorty, go hug her tight tonight. <laughs> hug her tight. They be going through it. Maybe I, you know, maybe I should watch me again because I, I really don't like Jenny. I hate Jenny. There's two people in in movie and TV show lore that I cannot stand. It's Jenny from Forrest Gump. Thank you, and Skyler from Breaking Bad. Oh man, I hate Skylar so bad. And I halfway hated the little fucking son too. He was a bitch. 
wall. I should have killed all of them and left the baby like living. I don't really think I have a character that I don't really fuck with. Because if there was ever a character that I didn't fuck with or something, I just would never watch it again. And it was just never my favorite movie or TV show. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I've never watched Breaking Bad since I watched it. But Breaking Bad to me isn't the show that you keep going back to and rewatching. I mean, everybody watched Game of Thrones, so you can pick, you know. I mean, that little, the little blonde son. Uh, Joffy. Yeah. Uh, and then um, Ramsey Bolton. Like, yeah, it's like that one's too easy, but everybody sort of agreed with who we don't really fuck with in that. The creators? Yeah. They, they're the ones that get the biggest fuck you. Yeah, I don't really think I have anybody. I mean, I ain't really fuck with Sansa for the longest time, but then she went through it. And I was like, man, I, you know what? I love you. I sort of saw that turn coming, though. I thought it was going to come a little earlier. I didn't think it was going to take like a whole another season and some change. Yeah, right. Back to Snowfall, though. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anything else? Back like Cook Crack. Cause, now I'm just like at this point. I mean, I'm ready. Um, we're there's one episode before the finale. Oh, they got the reporter chick. Oh yeah. Now, I don't yeah. know. Did they kill her? Or did they just like no, drug they her just, up? They just drugged her. He said the next one she won't wake up from. He's trying to scare her. But I don't think that's gonna work. And I think the last episode is gonna be her putting this shit out with real names in it. Oh, she gonna set it on fire like that? I think she is. So that's it. Because why not? Why well, not? yeah, I mean, why she ain't got nothing to lose now. You gonna yeah. kill me? You might as well. Why, why not set it off? Set it off and then leave. Julian Edelman was released today, or was cut today. I don't know the official terms, but he's not with the New England Patriots anymore. Well, yeah, they released him because he uh, he failed a physical. Is he a Hall of Famer? I think he is. I think um, he is one of those prototypical small white slot receivers. But in New England, those receivers became your number one option. Uh, He had the stats. Uh, He has the Super Bowl rings. He's a Super Bowl MVP, if I Yeah, yeah. I think he's the Super Bowl MVP of the Atlanta, Atlanta year. So yeah, I, I can't I can't say that he's not a Hall of Famer. I think he is. What's your opinion, sir? Um, on him being a Hall of Famer? Yeah. I've seen. Okay, so he played eleven years. Mm-hmm. Six hundred twenty catches, six thousand eight hundred and twenty-two yards. He won three Super Bowls, and he's a Super Bowl MVP. Undrafted out of college. And had no scholarship to go to the college. You know, you know they love those stories. Now, apparently, this is supposed to be part of retirement. I don't believe that. I yeah, think he said he's he was retiring, but I, I'm, I'm inclined to believe him. I know I've been fooled before, and I might be fooled again. But he was—he su- didn't even play the whole season last year. But I'm thinking if he goes down there with his boy. You know who his boy is. He's not going to even make it through the season. I think they can use him sparingly. 
he's not going to be able to be used. I'm just saying, if he was to go, I <laughs> I, I, I don't gotta, know what's going. You got to be, and you got to be uh, <laughs> like a healthy because their receiving core is actually pretty deep. Yeah, you got to be a healthy body to get used sparingly. Um, and at this being, point, he's not that. With all that being said, though, I've seen players with less go in. I mean, I think Wes Walker's going to go in, and he's basically Wes Wes Walker. So, I mean, it is what it is. He's going to be one of those guys who his name is going to come up in that finals list, and there's going to be like two receivers that were always better than him. So it's going to yeah. take him a minute to get in. Oh, but yeah. he's going to get in. And I think the whole being small and white in football and then succeeding in it is going to now push him through. Here's, here's a question that I don't know. I don't see him during interviews and things. I don't really pay attention to the Patriots like that. Do you think he has second life as like a personality on TV? No, I don't think so. <laughs> He's not that entertaining. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know how he is. I've, I've only he's, seen him on the field. I haven't seen him like behind the scenes. He's your typical white receiver. Okay. Okay. Because I was going to say, you know, the maybe. Way he, the way he acts around Tom Brady is not how he's going to act in public. Because I was going to say, maybe if he takes on that and he goes that route and he's actually really good, it'll keep people. You know, every once in a while, we'll look up his stats and go, oh, man, he should. Because people aren't going to remember the last few years. They're going to remember the stats that they see with the catches and yards and the Super Bowl rings. So I was thinking maybe the second life of like being a personality would help his case get in the Hall of Fame a little sooner. But I think he's a Hall of Famer. I just don't think he's he I don't there's no way he'd be he'll be a first ballot. Oh, no, absolutely not. So, here's what I got on that. Uh, Kevin James will be playing Sean Payton in a Netflix biopic of of uh, Sean Payton in a movie called Home Team. The movie will be about Payton's time as his son's sixth grade football team coach in 2012 when he was suspended. From the NFL for his role in Bounty Gate. Will you watch it, D? Pass. <laughs> I don't give a fuck what Sean Payne was doing at home. I just brought it up to you just because I know Kevin James is your boy in the Kings. I do love Queens, Kevin James. So I didn't I, know. I love if you Kevin actually... James. I think Kevin James is a five star thespian. But no, I'm good. I, I just want to see the trailer. That's all. Hey, Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song had a baby. Congratulations to them. They named the child, wait. Dakota Song Culkin. That sounds about right. Uh, The baby's named in honor of Macaulay's late sister who died in 2008 after being hit by a car. Macaulay Culkin looks like he could be on Sons of Anarchy. I'm just glad the brother is among us because, you know, absolutely. there was a good five year stretch, man, where he just. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Yeah. So I'm just glad we still got him and um, happy for him and Brenda. I didn't even know him and Brenda's song were together until just now. I didn't either. 
but uh, I forgot where Brenda Song was. That's another thing I haven't thought about Brenda Song is until the last time I thought about Brenda Song is when I thought Jeezy was fucking with her, but it was the other girl. Yeah, it was the girl from. And they the just real. got married, so congratulations to them. Yeah, I think they got. Yeah, they got married right after. Uh, right after last week's show. Yeah, so shout out to them. I love love. Love is great. Love is grand. I'm not laughing at you. I promise I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at people's reactions to because I still got the Twitter up for for Usher. I'm still laughing at people's. Oh shit. my god! Oh, I man. just want to get your attention. Hey, Amen. Girl. Wow. <coughs> you ready to get to the real shits now? Yeah, man. I have no music for this. I have no music to play for this. I mean, let me see. Let me see what I can. See what I can cook up right quick. Um, you want Undertaker or Stone Cold? Don't ever ask me that again. You know who I want. I know, but this is kind of dreadful. But damn it, you know what? You want classic or you want... (laughs) I want you to stop wasting time and get to the shits. You sure it doesn't rolling? What, nigga? The one where he was the great American no, badass. Want, no, I don't want... <laughs> you, know, you know what? I to, you know, I should beat your ass for that. And that's enough before Fisherman Man comes and takes everything. Um, WrestleMania was a two-night event. This weekend, this past weekend, and I am, I know you said this yesterday and nobody heard it, but I'm in agreement with you. Before we get down to cards and everything like that, night one was... Heads and shoulders better than night two. Yeah, night two oh, felt like a, a special and, episode of Raw. And real quick, I got confirmation, somebody who was at WrestleMania, they did not pipe in the holy shit for Alexa Bliss. They didn't? No, that was okay. them screaming holy shit. All right. Oh, boy. All right, let me pull this card up because this does not have the card. It just has reactions. All right, night one. gave. First of all, uh, I just want to say that if I never see Hulk Hogan again, it'll be too soon. Too soon. I don't know why Vince keeps trying to make this a thing. You know why. Even when you paired him up with Titus O'Neil, who was one of the most outspoken people about Hulk Hogan coming back. But I guess he had to take that on the chin because he got inducted into the Hall of Fame. I I don't care about Hulk Hogan. And I think a majority of the young fans who you're trying to get to watch your product don't care about him either. I don't care about Hulk Hogan. I don't care about Hulk Hogan's interaction with other people. I mean... The closest I'll come to care about Hulk Hogan is Hollywood Hulk Hogan from the NWO. Um, and even that nigga is very minute. 
For those of y'all who do not know about why we don't fuck with Hulk Hogan, you can go and do your own research on that. We don't have time for that. But just know, this better be the last time I see him paraded out there for WrestleMania. I don't want to hear Real American. I don't want to see Red and Yellow. They were booing him yesterday. Or not yesterday, but uh, Saturday. Yeah. They were very loudly booing him. Stop bringing him out there, Vince. I know he put it's, a lot of money in your pocket. In the at 80s this and the point, 90s. it's not even fair to Hulk Hogan. Nobody wants him there. So by you parading him out, all you're doing is making it very obvious that nobody fucking likes this dude. And on your roster and in the stands. Leave him in Florida where he belongs. Well, shit, they were in Florida. Leave him at whatever part of Florida he's from. He's in Tampa. Leave him at his house. (laughs) Now, the first night, um, there was a bit of a delay because of a thunderstorm came through. And so I think it delayed it by what, like 15, 20 minutes? No, it was like 45 minutes. Yeah, it was was like a a nice little delay. And you know, they did it really well because they had shit going on. So you didn't even really pay attention to the delay. Yeah, they decided to do backstage promos and things to really set up both nights. And really, for somebody who probably is a casual fan like myself, it sort of give you an update on why they are going up against each other. Yeah. Cool. That was actually great thinking on the fly. Okay? First match out, when we finally got everything popping, Bobby Lashley... Versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Now, my only knock on this match was it was too long. Too long. That's it. But that's it. Bobby Lashley went. Bobby Lashley winning clean. That's was, the that's the only knock on the match was that was too long. Everything else, good. they they beat the shit out of each other. They did what they needed to do. But I think the right person won. Yeah. It's better when the bad guy has the belt. Now, I saw that somebody was uh, today that um, they said that they're probably trying to build up for SummerSlam for Drew and Bobby again. Which, okay. Um, they might, but I think... I think I would like to see Bobby go up against a few other people first. I think other people are going to step up more yeah. for that. Because in between now and SummerSlam, a lot of shit can happen. And I don't know if they're going to go back to that well if something else is big enough to... to you know, push that shit to the wayside. Like if a certain uh, certain angry white man were to return. From Minnesota? Yeah. Um, you can't be talking about Sable's okay? That That would that would that would definitely move Drew down a peg as far as SummerSlam plans go. Because if he's coming back to Raw, you can bet your bottom dollar SummerSlam is going to be headlined by Brock Lesnar versus uh, Bobby, Lashley. Bobby Lashley. And they have the same initials. That's cute. The second match on the card was Natalia and Tamina winning over the Riot Squad in the tag team turmoil match. Yeah, that could have. That could have been in the pre. It could have been in the pre-show. They should have. I. I get what they were trying to do. They were trying to put more women up there. They were trying to give 
get a spot for the tag team titles, cool. But the whole tag, the the women's tag team division fucking sucks right now. Yes, yeah, it's it's, it's kind of bad. And it's so bad that I don't believe anybody there can beat the team that has the belt now. And Nia the winners, Chana Baszler. The winners from this match will go on tonight two to uh, be the number one contenders for the actual tag team championship, which we'll get to a little later. Uh, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins was actually very good. Yeah, he didn't bore me like he usually does. Well, the match was only 11 minutes long. so Beautiful. It, but, so it was perfect which is, timing. It's good for Cesaro because I know Seth can go way longer than that. Pause. And they were actually pulling out new moves and shit. <laughs> I would like to see Ooh. them work a little bit more together. I think they're going to try to... I think they're going to feed Cesaro to Roman Reigns after this. Oh, man. I think they're going to. I know the end game. I know where the, what they want to do, and that's Seth versus Roman at some point. But I think that needs to happen a little further down the line, because I think that's a summer slammer right there. We have AJ Styles and Omos versus the New Day for the Raw Tag Team Championship. Now this match was only nine minutes long. Yep. That's all it needed to be. And I, I got to say something, man. Normally when I see these type of matches, I'm like, oh, man. All right, let me go use the bathroom or something like that. You know? But one is the new day. They're always going to be entertaining, no matter what variation you have of and them. And you wanted to see how almost was in the ring. And I actually did want to see how he was going to, and he did exactly what he needed to do. Yep. He didn't need to jump off the top rope or nothing. He, I, he basically kept both of his feet on the ground for most of it. I mean, when you seven feet tall... Or seven two, I think. He came in and for about twenty seconds made short work of both of them young men. Which he's been doing for weeks anyway. And he won a title. And first match at WrestleMania. And I, I applaud that. If you're gonna have a huge hulking seven foot beast of a human being, I don't want him to go over like I said, this was this was close to ten minutes. But I don't need this to go any further than that. It doesn't need to be a twenty minute bout. I don't need to see him jumping off the top rope because they're starting to get the big guys to do that now. And I really don't want to see that. <laughs> Let his size and his strength be the dominant feature. So you say that, and that nigga Keith Lee did that Spanish fly off the top rope, and I know you enjoyed that shit. Yes, but that's different. That's different. If he's he's not seven foot, you I just, think Keith you just is like big, six. You just said two. big guys. I said big, but like big, like if he's going to be big and strong thinking, and thinking, like tall. I'm thinking big and tall. Like I don't want to, what I'm talking about is like Braun Strowman and shit. When I see Braun Strowman get on the top rope, I'm like, why are you up there? Get your ass down. Now he's probably going to growl at me and say, get these hands or some shit, but don't get your ass up. You're already seven feet tall. Get down from there. <laughs> you think it's greedy? I think it's unwarranted, man. If you're supposed to be this tall, like if you're supposed to be like the big show and things of that nature, like in size, you know what I mean? See, I think it all depends on the big man because I don't mind like Damian Priest. I consider him a big man because he's like either he's he's in the, 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 the upper echelon of six feet or he's seven feet tall. But I he's also like Spanish. Agile and shit. So him doing like sh- like shit that luchadors do it just seems right 
think he's Puerto Rican. Yeah, he's Puerto Rican. Speaking of, I can't wait to talk about my favorite Puerto Rican. Well, we got to get through this bullshit first. Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon in a steel cage match. It only went 11 minutes. It 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 did what everybody knew it was going to do. Yeah. Everything that happened in that match was exactly what you figured was going to happen in that match, and it ended right when it needed to. I just I just would like to see on the other performers' faces when Vince goes, "Hey, I got you a match at WrestleMania. You're not in the pre-show. You're in WrestleMania, and you're sitting there going, "Man, you know, I really appreciate that, Vince. Well, who who's it going to be? You're going up against Shane. Fuck." Am I going over? Maybe. Fuck. Oh my god! I just can we keep a, it in the ring? No. Nah. I just seen a tweet that said the cash is C O U N T E. Oh my god! I'm sorry. I went back to Usher, but that one was funny. Oh, that one was funny. Yeah, Shane gonna have to stop jumping off his shit, man. Shane just has to stop wrestling. And every time we think he's done, he always pops back up. Which they didn't have anything that they wanted to do with. They I, they, they doing bronze so dirty. They are. Like I get it. He's not a mat technician either. But he 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 was a universal champion this time last year. Now his reign was super forgettable, but that was the fault. I that was Carito's fault. They kept giving him bullshit feuds, and then they made him go against Bray Wyatt three times and did three different variations. And then that went right up until SummerSlam with the return of who? Roman fucking Reigns, <laughs> as a heel, no less. How the fuck was he supposed to get out from under that? Then you got him doing all, just just let him go back to being like the, let him flip some shit over, do some wild shit, and let him beat somebody's ass in the ring. Maybe maybe he could be who they feed to Bobby Lashley next. That would be, actually be fun. But make it a fun, make it something good. Like, even if he comes out losing. Yeah, because the last time they did it, it just, they tried to make it fun, but it just. Yeah, even if he comes out losing, that's fine. But make him look good. You know who looked good in that losing last night? A lot of people that lost WrestleMania. There were a lot of matches where people looked really fucking great in defeat. You can do that, Vince. I know you know how. Next up was a match that I did not think would be that good. And it turned out to be A++. Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. A. Against the Miz and John Morrison, a in just a regular tag team match. Give Bad Bunny his Hall of Fame ring now, because I read an article. He was in the ring more than Damian Priest was. Yes, because Damian Priest was actually injured. Yes, he still was nursing an injury. That that man performed and he prepared for that shit and he went out and killed it. That that match was fifty. Didn't it feel shorter though? It was fifteen minutes. But that motherfucker, Bad Bunny, was actually pulling off wrestling moves. High, high, high wrestling IQ moves. That Canadian destroyer on the floor, 
that was that was the most beautiful Canadian destroyer I've ever seen. And it was pulled off by Bad Fucking Bunny. Bravo to him. And then they did it right. The next night they sent him off in a commercial with uh, announcing H. his his world tour and things. Yes, Triple H gave him a custom microphone. Now we won't see Bad Bunny for a very long time. He did what he was supposed but to. That do. was okay because from Royal Rumble to last night or Saturday night, he did exactly what he was supposed to do every time he was in there. Every time he was on the screen. Shout out to the Miz and John Morrison, by the way. And Damian Priest, too. Yeah. You know, they they actually, you could tell that they were the main. But Miz and Morrison, were you could tell that they were the main guys really helping. Oh, absolutely. You know. And if you, want, if, if you want a celebrity match to go without a hitch, those, those are two of the best people to probably get to go with it. Because... Miz is a business. Miz is a company man. Now, this is the question I have to ask you because I'm looking. You know, we're watching a match, and I'm looking at the reaction between Damien and the Miz when that Canadian Destroyer was hit. Do you think that was called during, like, when they were outside, or do you think that was called previously? I think, if anything, I think him and Morrison planned that themselves. Like they went over it together themselves on yes. how to do it, and then they did because it. Because destroyed without the, no, no. the port, the person is getting destroyed helping. So I think they was like, let's do something special that everybody's going to really pop for. And it did because that was the most wrestling move he had done. Because both Priest and Miz were looking like, oh, shit. Yeah, seeing Damian Damian Priest look legitimately surprised. So if those two look surprised, it seemed like they were for real about it. And the uh, headliner for night one, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. For the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. Let me tell you something about this match, y'all. It deserved all of the flowers. The beginning when they were both in the ring and they both couldn't hold back the emotion. The fact that a majority of the women in the locker room were up front. I didn't even know that until like that night when they were putting pictures up on Twitter. And some of them were crying because of the two of them. Shout out to Michael Cole for making it plain and, and letting people know that this was the first time two black women were not only headlining WrestleMania, but for a championship. That was big. That's all the little tidbits I got about that part. Uh, the, I enjoyed the picture I seen of uh, Montez in the ring with her after. Yeah, I was hoping they would do that. when We didn't see that because we cut yeah. off. Because we were already done. Uh, her family was, Bianca Belair's family was uh, right there up front. The match itself was absolutely amazing. And you can tell she didn't tell her family she was going to win. Once again, I say this about Sasha. I got to put her up in the category of people who can wrestle with the broom. Oh, yeah. Because she looked phenomenal. Bianca, not saying Bianca didn't look phenomenal. She, you could tell that. She was getting her shit in. Sasha was getting her shit in. And to your point, like you said earlier, a lot of the people this weekend in loss looked amazing. Sasha, even though people brought up the six WrestleMania losing streak or whatever, this was one I cannot be mad at. And I can only believe that Sasha wanted it like this too. And then they get video of her like after the match, like down by the ring. 
and she's like taken in by Bianca winning and shit. So that's big. But that was that was very historical. I did not see Bianca using her ponytail as a whip as like a finish or part of the finish. I didn't either because she never does. And I did not <laughs> she think she never uses that, that, that thing as a weapon. I did not think that shit was gonna sound that loud. Man, that shit brought me back to when I was a kid, dog. That was belt to flesh in an empty apartment. Like, it just echoed. And then you saw the welt. Because at first I'm like, nah, they probably, like, piped in some, like, they piped in a side effect or uh, sound effect or whatever. And evidently, from the dude that went, that I, I talked, they didn't pipe anything in. So everything you heard was, that was the fans. But then you see the welt on, like, Sasha's abdomen and shit. Yeah, they, uh, she did a number on that shit. That was that was not pretty, but but all in all, both of them women brought the house down. It can was, we can we skip like majority of night two? Nah, man, we gotta because people some people don't know they don't need to. But oh. <laughs> <laughs> they got that's to. the thing. Like if we don't talk about it, it's not that no, nah, man, you missing out. No, you can't do that. You can't be like if we don't talk about it, it'll just go away. You can't do that, nigga. Why can't I? <laughs> no, we're good, man. We'll just we'll just not go that deep into it. We'll just say who what who did what. All right. The first match really disappointed me. It was Randy Orton versus The Fiend with Alexa Bliss. That 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 it was um, only six minutes long. The storyline it was way past its shelf life. Um, Randy winning with the help of Alexa Bliss was weird. So I'm assuming they have something more up their sleeve with the Fiend and Alexa Bliss now, um, but I didn't. I don't need to see them. I don't need to see them fucking with Randy anymore. Move Randy on to something else, because at this point in his career, he's helping the younger stars so much. Give him let's get him in a, a real a real program. Let's bring Alistair back and let him fight Randy. Actually, that would be kind of fine. That would. Um, up next we had Nia Jax versus Shayna Baszler, or Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler versus Natalya and Tamina from the match from night one. Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler won that. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn with Logan Paul, who served no purpose other than to get stunned. Kevin Owens won that. Sheamus versus Rue for the U.S. uh, Championship. Sheamus won that. Apollo Crews versus Big E. And a Nigerian drum fight, which was basically just in tables, ladders, and chairs type of deal, I guess. But they just whooped each other with kendo sticks. Uh, Apollo Crews won the Intercontinental Championship in that match. Rhea Ripley in Asuka for the Raw Women's no, Championship. No. They, uh... They did what they needed to do in that match. Yeah. I will say this, and I know we, we talked about it during night one, about how it seems like the only the, the women's wrestlers that are sexualized are the ones that are way down on the totem pole. Um, your main event 
ladies in the WWE, oh my God, are they head and shoulders above everybody else? Yes. Um, you had the four horsewoman because Bailey, no, um, Bailey's not Bailey. Becky Lynch is about to be back, and Charlotte will be back here soon. You have Oscar. You have Bianca Belair. You have Rhea Ripley. Uh, even Shayna, Nia. That's that's nine right there off the top of my head that are head and shoulders above the rest of the division as far as their performances go and their characters and what they do with their characters. And that's just off the top not factoring in a whole lot of other things and a whole lot of other people, but that's nine right there. In between all of that... Homegrown. In between all of that, you get a special little segment with, once again, Hulk Hogan and uh, Titus and Bailey, who had been interrupting everything for the past two nights because they didn't want to give her a match for some odd reason. What, 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 what match would she have had? I don't know. I don't know. I can tell you. None. <laughs> there was nothing for her. Ever since uh, Bianca beat her up, that was the last. That was the last program Bailey's had. I mean, they got to throw on something. Uh, it's and here's what fucked up too. They didn't have the women's battle royal at all this year. That could have been some. She could have been there. She they could even had that on Friday, like they did the uh, the under the giant one. Uh, and then the Bell Twins come out and they fucked her up and they threw her down a ramp. Okay, that's. That was unnecessary. I really didn't like that. That was like buffer between the Rhea Ripley match and the uh, the, the main event. The main event, which was Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan for the WWE Universal Championship, and it was a banger. It was almost twenty-two minutes of just banger, everything. banger, banger. Daniel Bryan looked out of himself for a while. That was a fucking banger. Edge did what he did. But they got the right man Listen to win that match. And if this means that Edge and Daniel Bryan are going to feud after this, even better. The right man won. Roman Wayne. I absolutely believe the right person won. That nigga's going in the Hall of Fame. Don't you? I said this last night when we were watching this. Don't y'all dare turn him back into a good guy. I don't ever want him to be cheered. You ever keep again. him a heel for as long as he lives. Until he gives his Hall of Fame speech, he is a heel. Let him be a heel of that too. And I thought he was going to. He has new music, a new entrance music that he said in an interview a couple months ago. He was just waiting to, to use it. I thought he was going to use it at WrestleMania. Maybe the first SmackDown after WrestleMania, he'll use it then. Who knows? Because, you know, this is like a new season for all of this now. Roman Reigns looked incredible yesterday. He pinned both of them. And that is how you get rid of both of them from being in the title picture. At least for the Universal Championship. I feel like you doing that means, hey, we did this for WrestleMania just for this big moment, but they're gone now. We, we got some more people lined up. Now, like I asked you last night, uh, is Edge going to go back to Raw now, or is he going to do this Daniel Bryan shit? 
I would keep him on SmackDown and let him do the Daniel Bryan show. I would like to see him do the Daniel Bryan Because well. he was more synonymous with SmackDown anyway. Yeah, him and Taker and Kurt and, like, there's a few other folks. Leave him on SmackDown. Let him, yeah. Because I know what they're going to try to do if they put him on Raw. Rated RKO? One of those, either rated RKO or they're going to put him against Lashley for the belt. And I don't trust him to not to not give him the belt on his second attempt trying to get one. Especially since that's the belt that he actually had to forfeit, not the universal shit. I don't really think anything of Edge. I don't really, like, he doesn't really do anything for me. Like, it's like, oh, cool. The dude from the brood are here. Yeah, and I was just about to say, I mean, other than having one of the coolest entrances of all time, that brood entrance was something else. Maybe that's why I didn't fuck with JBL too much either. He was I acolyte. liked him with, with APA. APA. Yes. With the second version of APA, not the... Well, there was you, only one version. You like the APA, not the Acolytes. Yeah. But other than that, I didn't really fuck with JBL that much, especially when he started uh, feuding with Eddie Guerrero, and yeah, they let got, him be a racist piece of shit on yeah, that. Yeah, I don't like that at all. Um, I'm trying to think of who really... Triple H, I just never thought of. Either way, it just really didn't... I always like Triple H. You see that Peacock is, like, censoring a lot of the shit that the WWE did back in the day? Yeah, they're going through and trying to... So, like, when DX showed up to Raw and Blackface, making fun of Nation Domination, you will never see that on Peacock. Never. Uh, Which, these things were horrible, but at the same time... But you had to do... Like, you had actual Nation saying, like, yo, that shit was funny. Yes. You got to realize, when they do this shit in wrestling, this is signed off on by everybody. <laughs> like, they're not going to piss. And you got to remember who's in the nation of domination, too. They had respected people from the locker room in that, in that um, I almost said organization, in that faction. Yeah, I don't think any one of them wanted to fuck with Ron Simmons. At all. Because I heard, and as much as Shawn Michaels and Triple H was wild not doing stupid shit, they, when it came to the real ones back there, yeah, they never wanted to smoke. I heard Ron Simmons back down both the Steiner brothers, and you got to understand something. I when you that. can back down both the Steiner brothers, you are not somebody to fuck with. That's why I always like hearing about those backstage because they always happened to wrestlers that was on their own. They didn't fuck with none of the dudes that was rolling with Undertaker and them. Oh, BSK? Yeah. No. 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 Do you remember that Undertaker and Hulk Hogan were in a movie together? No. What movie was that? Suburban Commando. Is that when Hulk Hogan had like a crew cut? That was when he was an alien. And you know who else was in that movie? Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> and Shelley Duvall. Shelly Duvall, man. Oh, that's a name I haven't heard in a while. Hold on, let me read some the, the cast to you. Hulk Hogan. Christopher Lloyd. Shelly Duvall. The Undertaker. Larry Miller. Jack Elam. 
looking for more. Dennis Berkeley. I don't know who that is. Elizabeth Moss. Oh, wow. She had to be real young in that. She was. She was a little girl. That was the name of her character. <laughs> the name of her character was a little girl? Yep. I think that's it for the big, the big people. Yeah. But yeah, um, I remember watching that shit on fucking like HBO or some shit one day, and I was like, "Man, that's Taker." And they were, it was uh, Undertaker and another dude hunting for Hulk Hogan, and he's like a space kind of guy, and they're looking for him. And he's like bunking with Christopher Lord and his family. I remember I was over at a young lady's house and we were, you know, watching movies and things and and uh, enjoying a very quiet evening. And she decided she wanted to watch Magic Mike. Now, me, myself, I was like, watch whatever, because I made her <laughs> I made her watch Tombstone. So um, we watched Magic Mike. And I didn't know that Kevin Nash was in that. He's like yeah. one of the strippers. Yeah. So I'm watching I'm like, is that fucking Kevin Nash? And she goes, oh, you, you know who he is? And I go, bae, from like 19... 19- He's an outsider. 90, I want to say two. He's big daddy cool. He, he, on, like he's like one of the coolest in one of like he was in the greatest fashion and I'm trying to break down NWO and the click and I'm showing her pictures and she's like huh she was just not interested she was trying to look at old boy she was trying to look at uh what's the name of the lead actor in that Channing Tatum yeah she was trying to look at Channing Tatum she didn't care about Kevin Ash at all she <laughs> she didn't but I bugged out I was like oh shit he's a stripper and then like after that my second thought was oh I, I hope they don't show like anything else but he was only on like two scenes yeah and then I realized uh, John Wick was on one night and he's in that too wasn't he in uh, I could be wrong wasn't he in The Longest Yard as well the remake yes him Stone Cold Great Khali weren't they all on like the same team or some shit no uh, him and Stone Cold were guards yeah, that's right, because Stone Cold. And it uh, had, uh, what's the dude, the, the white college football player that everybody hated? Brian something. Uh, Boz. Yes, the Boz. the Boz. Yes, he was in it. Man, Stone Cold let off a hard R in that. I remember that when they were in the library with Nelly. I think or yes. it was Michael Irvin. It, no, he said it to Nelly, but yeah, Michael Irvin yeah. came over after. Yeah, that made me look at him a little. That was around the same time of him and Deborah when that whole shit went down. Where he beat the shit out of Deborah. I was like, ooh, Stone Cold. Uh, and the fact that he was able to finesse, finesse around that is a testament. <laughs> oh, uh, to close this, I watched the uh, the interview he did with Chris Jericho today. I saw the uh, the highlights. It wasn't you didn't learn anything new. If you if you were like if you knew of Chris Jericho, you pretty much knew all that. Yeah, that's why that's why I was disappointed when I read about it 
Because I was like, oh, you didn't tell no real good stories up there? Like, I think this was more for the younger viewers who probably didn't watch Chris Jericho when he was doing his thing. See, I want you know what I, I wanted him to do, like a taker kind of thing. Oh, or he just... No, nah, I don't think they were going to let him dig in deep. Although he did get in a lot of stuff about AEW, though. And he was so, saying some shit about WCW, too. Yeah. So, Nigga, that was... Eric the, Bischoff told him he was going to be Shawn Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> I did not oh, know. Shit. The one thing I did not know in this was that his first few years in WCW, he did not work under contract. Because he said, I just want to see how long it's going to take them to, to drop a contract for me. That sounds about right. And then they finally drew one up. Because remember, they didn't know what they had with the cruiserweights. Yeah. And then when it was time for him to resign or whatever, Eric Bischoff was like, hey, we got your stuff, da da da, and then it took him three months to give it to him. And in that time, he had like went to Vince McMahon's house and talked to them, and then came back. But he told them that he was going to visit family. Mm-hmm. And then he came back, and then he was like, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm not signing with y'all." And so they like took the U.S. Championship off of him, and they made him do house shows. And that's when he used that time to turn it to the Jericho that we saw when he first jumped. Yeah. Also, he gave kudos to The Rock because that debut, he went over it with The Rock, and The Rock didn't squash anything. So The Rock let him get his shit off. Yeah, because Vince said that he should interrupt him. Yeah. Yeah. And The Rock was not with that. He was like, no, nah, let him get his shit off. So that's cool. And you know, from what I've always heard about, The Rock has always been cool to, to put somebody else up there like that. But, uh, yeah, they, nothing was learned. Nothing new. Nothing new was really learned. If you knew who Chris Jericho was, you pretty much... It's pretty much just him breaking down his career. Breaking down the walls. Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> All right. Oh. That laugh was warranted. Um, that's all I got, man. You got anything else? No, nah, man. You know, I'm running on fumes right now. I feel like this was better than I thought it was going to be. you're a working man again. Dog. Yeah, y'all. I finally got a job. It might interfere a little bit with when this is put, when these are done and put out. But we promise y'all, you're gonna get content some way, somehow. This is the reason why we pushed the show back to nine instead of eight. Yes, because my schedule is from seven a.m. to six p.m. And he's, you know, he's he's doing grown man things right now. He's trying to get stuff straight. He's trying to move to a yeah, house. Yeah, and we, I, and a lot of, I know I, I give him shit when he cancels days. And his cancellations are still far, far above mine. But the last couple have been on me. Um, we're, we're in a process of moving to a new place. We're kind of renovating the new place. So there's a lot going on right now in my life new job that was literally like i went for my fucking physical on monday on thursday i went in there to talk uh, to fill out the rest of my paperwork and he was like well come back tomorrow at 7 a.m you can start and i worked friday and saturday and then today so it's been a wild kind of week um, but just bear with us. We're, we're still, we're still trying to give y'all all the content we can. Well, you can follow the show on both Instagram and Facebook at this ain't a pod. You can follow my extremely tired mm. and, and 
you, you hear, right? Oh, man. You know how perfect. tired he is? Uh, my extremely tired but hardworking and very faithful and loyal friend to this show. I appreciate it, man, because you could have easily been like, nah, we, we, we got we to no, do some things. Listen, we gotta man. got to move around. It's all good, man. You know I love doing this show. My good friend over there on uh, IG and Twitter at exhibit underscore D-E-E. You can follow me well-rested and real prayed up. <laughs> Get the fuck out of it. You know what? Uh, you know what I did? That. I woke up this morning and I was like, damn, that nigga been at work for like three hours already. Duh. On three <laughs> hours of sleep. Uh, you can follow me on uh, IG and Twitter at WellDamnSprat. We will be back on Thursday, I promise. It's just one of us is going to be like fully energized and the other person is going to be like yo no i'll be back i'll be back i'll be back thursday thursday i'll be back for it because you know last night i stayed up and watched royal rumble and it had to be not royal rumble yeah wrestlemania and it had to be to work at 4 a.m so i only had like three hours of sleep then i worked 12 hours so i'm tired but i'm going to seven o'clock tomorrow so i can i can get a little more sleep tomorrow tonight and i'll be i'll be good for the rest of the week And we will see y'all on Thursday at 9.